bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Hello. Yes, it is, and here we are. It's six minutes past the hour, 6.06 in the Mile High City, and the Modern Eater Show is live. Keeping it going, just continuing. Live on uh, 630K, how? Our iHeartRadio affiliate, and live on our Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope. Uh, before we get going tonight, we've got a big show for you, but I want to make sure... Uh, the Modern Eater, we care so much about you. I hope everybody's uh, keeping it cool, staying safe, uh, doing the physical distancing, and uh, one uh, loving one another, another right now, uh, more important than ever. Yeah, wash your hands. And wash your hands. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, we continue. It is Saturday in the Mile High City, and uh, we have been doing uh, quadruple. What's the five? What's for five? Not quadruple. I want the five. Quintuple. We're, we've been quintupling our efforts uh, Monday through Friday. We're broadcasting on our Facebook and YouTube from 2 to 5 p.m., just keeping it going. Some of the best interviews, guys, um, on the show today at 6.15, Kevin Morrison and here's a success story. We're actually going to talk to you about a pivoting su- success story and tacos, tequila, and whiskey. Uh, stick around for that interview. Little Rich Schneider will join us at 630 uh, to talk about pruning the tree. What does that mean when it comes to business? I think you're going to find it absolutely fascinating. 7 p.m., Travis Smith from Bistro, Colorado. If you've been following the Modern Eater Show, you know Tra- Chef Travis well, don't you, Brian? Uh, very well. He uh, was up in Evergreen for a very long time and is a great chef. He actually took a lot of your advice business-wise. We'll figure out whether <laughs> that was is good or bad or uh, just another chef out there trying to make his way in the world and navigating through the uh, COVID-19 outbreak crisis. And, and next hour, Dr. Sarah Metz as well, Code 4 Counseling. And then we'll get a check-in from Brandon Camp, your guy, Brandon Camp. Yep. He's doing great things with a box. Wow, is he doing something incredible with those boxes? He's really, he, he got away, you know, he's one of those hustlers. I got to tell you that we were in a time when everyone was getting laid off and it was basically like, hey, we service these chefs and no one's working right now. And Brandon said, you know what? I want to be a part of this. I want to show that there are other ways that we can still serve our food community. And uh, he created this box program, and I'm, I'm really excited for what he's been doing. And just him is a great guy. Well, it's interesting right now is what you, you just jumped, you nailed it, is um, he showed how to create a job and for himself. Yes. And in a, in a world of like, you know, in order we need to sell this much in order to have a job. I mean, just truly the reality, him not only getting great things together for a box that's benefiting a lot of people for products that are local that they enjoy. Uh, also, at the same time, he proved his worth right now that he's out there ready to hustle and feed people. Yeah. Well, and still supporting the local, yeah. the hyper local. You know, he's Huge. been putting River Bear Meats, Infinity, or Infinite Gardens, rather. Uh, microgreens. Infinite Harvest, yeah. Uh, microgreens. We've got some Osage Garden herbs in there. We've got some Happy Leaf Kombucha. We have a local coffee company that we're doing their their special roast. I mean, there is some cool stuff going on in that box, and Brandon is really Well, we really don't need him anymore local. now. You just covered it. Oh, no, he's got so much more to tell because every week it changes. That's the cool thing uh-huh. is, like, you know, last week you could get a side of salmon. What are you going to get this week? Um, because I'll tell you, that salmon 
for I think it was it was whatever it was it was way too cheap it was like half half off of what a normal chef would pay for it and uh, you know Brandon's just he's just rocking it with his mask on all the time sitting out and uh, taking orders and another really, hustler out there right but now is Rebecca Barry uh, Rebecca Barry's joined us for a while here for the live stream and. Uh, we kind of reorganized. It's like, okay, Rebecca, let's get you out there interacting with people. And she's just got her ear to the ground. People love her, and she's got a great connection to local businesses. There's a project that she's working on, and we're going to check in with her in the next hour as well with Brandon Camp. Okay, lots of ground to cover, you guys. I want to go over a few things that are just housekeeping related. Again, going back to the Monday through Friday show that we're doing from 2 to 5 p.m., Jay. First of all, Jay Parker, hard work, man. You're just yeah. moving mountains. Wow. We've got a lot of – no, seriously, the the amount – one show every single day with the amount of guests that we have for three hours long with no breaks, that's a big deal, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, a. What lot, are some it, of your highlights? It's a lot of work. Uh, Troy Guard was a highlight of mine because I don't know Troy that well. Sure. You know, we've seen him around in mixed company with certain events and food and stuff. Um, but I have I've never that was the closest I've come to having a conversation with him, and it was more so your guys' conversation. I was just you know listening, um, but I I enjoyed it a lot. You know, really down to earth guy, smart. Uh, uh, business-oriented, obviously. He knows what he's doing. He knows how he wants to do it. And uh, he goes out there and does it. And so, for me, that was that was one of the interviews. But, I mean, Greg, the list goes on and on. Well, give us a little as taste. Far as who, and all of these videos, keep in mind, our YouTube channel, which we don't promote as much as we should. Jay, it's we're getting, packed. I know we're getting there. Here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> only 80 followers on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We'd appreciate all the stuff is archived on there. Are you following the YouTube channel, Brian? Of course I am. <laughs> You're you better be, right? Uh, it's simple. Notifications get sent to you. Every time we go live, you're going to get a notification. The same thing on our Facebook page. We're at 4,106 uh, likes. On, That's exciting. On, on, That's uh, really exciting. Well, hey, You've listen, done a great it's not job, that much, Greg. but we're, we're all doing a great job. So we'd appreciate it. Sharing right now. That's what I was going to say. Share. Sharing is caring. If there's a group that you think that would like this show... Um, if there is a personal page that you have or a fan page, wait a uh, second. Look at the sharing. Speaking means. of sharing, look at this. Look at this. Oh, look here at comes this. Cheeto. Look at this. Look at this. Hold on. That's incredible. He's got us a little, uh, a little tacos. Well, Chef Cheeto, hand him a microphone. Chef Cheeto's in our kitchen tonight, mm-hmm. and of course we're physical mm-hmm. distancing as we should be. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. Look Just at showing that it. This is why you should watch us on Facebook or YouTube. That's right. Because uh, you get right. to see delicious food. So tonight, uh, again, next segment, 615 Kevin Morrison and Tacos Tequila Whiskey. But uh, you were going over some of those names that we've had on. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Jesusio Silva, uh, Amber Strohauer from Strohauer Farms was on. Pearson Shields from over at the Hyatt. Travis Smith will be on a little, a little bit later. Kermit Krantz. Uh, 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 Frontier uh, Ranch. Frontier Ranch. Ryan from Brews Beers. Daniel Ecker. Jeff Suskin. Um, Dr. William Blanchett from Boulder Internal Medicine. Uh, Jonathan Shikes, Colorado Beer Man. Uh, Dave Hadley from over at Zeppelin Station in, in Hamburger Stand. Brother Luck, we, somebody may remember that name. John Hinman, Dave Thibodeau from, from uh, uh, wow. Scott Brewing. I mean, think- Megan Miller, the president of the Colorado Distillers Guild. The Whiskey Sisters, Ju- uh, uh, Justin Brunson. Alex Seidel, Alex Seidel was another favorite interview of mine when him and Justin were in studio together. Juan Padro, uh, I mean, forget about 
Juan Padro is the man. Uh, Councilwoman Debbie Ortega, no, no big deal there. Um, Adam Schlegel from Snooze and uh, Shook. Did you say Josh Nuremberg? I didn't oh, say Josh man, Nuremberg, but that's a great one because he's he we we had him too. I just didn't say his name. So as you guys know, uh, we love to get the voices of um, you know the Colorado culinary community, and we call ourselves the uh, Voice. Um, that's a big responsibility, you guys, and and I think having these folks on and just keeping the light on for them. And that's why we're doing this every single day. We love having the Modern Eater show in Studio Kitchen, Colorado, on Saturday evenings. And chef, I mean, describe what it's like on a normal Saturday evening in here, Brian. Well, usually there would be uh, several, several, several people um, behind the stoves cooking. Yes. Behind one of our incredible Yoder, uh, Yoder smokers from um, Proud Souls Barbecue, the Egg. We'd have a distiller in here. We'd have a brewer in yes. here. And we'd have lots of guests. I, it would be a very vibrant room with people getting excited about new food and beverage coming out of all these hyper-local Colorado companies. And the world has changed. Yes. The new normal oh, is set in and physical distancing. We've shut down the kitchen to guests. Um, just very, very few people. I think we keep it to under four in here uh, most of the time. So as we embark on this very uncertain time and we have business people sound off and the reactions that I've been getting from folks is um, it's so interesting to hear how people are navigating right now business-wise uh, because it, there's no one model that's successful. There truly isn't. Um, one restaurant could be closed down for a number of reasons. Could be business reasons. They could be that they're not great at marketing. Could be that they're new to the neighborhood. It, it could, it, it, a, a myriad of reasons, right? And then there are other people that are actually finding themselves uh, profitable during a time like this. Well, but, I, you know, Greg, I go back to this comment that I made earlier uh, a couple weeks ago about, uh, you know, the potential, and we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight, is a purge. Um, you know, the reality is, is what's going to happen right now is good business owners, good business people are going to continue to rise to the top. And what's going to happen is, you know, and I was having a big conversation with this with another chef is, is we've unfortunately there's been a lot of people that have diverted our money to bad food, to bad cooking. And right now what's going to happen is those people who've diverted our money and gotten our attention away from the people who really deserve it, hopefully they're going to go away. And what we're going to have is left is just the cream. And I'm excited because I, I really feel like. Any restaurant, any chef who has th their act together is going to make it through this, is going to keep their head in the game. And when this is done, they are going to be probably rewarded super heavily with this because I know one of the things that I've already been thinking about is, is in a couple months, people are going to be begging to get back out, begging to be social we're probably going to see a lot of lines at restaurants to try to get I in sure because I don't so. think there's going to be a lot left. And so the first to get hit, probably the first to come back. That's our hope, right? Yep. And as we embark on this 20th day out of 57 since dining rooms have been shut down, 38 days to go. Think about that. That's a little while. This is day 10 of shelter in place. And uh, folks, it, it's, it's starting to wear on people. You can definitely see. Uh, keep your cool. It's Saturday, March 35th. Let that one sink in. We'll be right back with Kevin Morrison, 
Tacos, tequila, whiskey. Next on the Modern Eater Show. Modern Eater family, it's Little Rich. Everybody needs insurance, but do you have the insurance you need? When we opened Studio Kitchen Colorado, home of the Modern Eater, we had no idea what insurance we needed. We didn't even know where to begin. Times like that, I turned to the experts. Our insurance expert, Brian Brenning with the Ewing Levitt Agency. Brian makes the coverage discovery process easy and seamless. Here's what you can expect from Brian and the team at Ewing Levitt. The absolute safest coverage, fair, low rates, quick response time, and honest, straightforward service. I've been in business 40 years. I trust Brian Brenning and Ewing Levitt Agency. He's not just an insurance expert. He's my friend. Make him your friend and expert, too, by calling the Ewing Levitt Agency today, 970-679-7374. For the best and most reliable insurance coverage. That's 970-679-7374. It's the Ewing Levitt Agency. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Okay. Yeah. Back to the show. Let's uh, Jeff Rourke. Jeff Rourke and A yeah, Plus Beverage Solutions. Okay, so here's the deal. A lot of you guys, your restaurants are down right now, and uh, foam is money. Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions, what does he do? He installs draft lines. But right now, cleaning out draft lines are paramount. You don't want that beer to sit in your lines for weeks until you reopen on May 11th. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Ten bucks a line. Ten dollars a line to get them cleaned out. Family owned and operated. He is the man when it comes to installation and maintenance. Now, if you're pouring inefficient beer, boys... What are you doing? You're pouring, You're pouring your, your money, money down, down the drain. drain. Why would you do that? <laughs> and, folks, and now is the time. Right. You don't have people in your restaurant. Yeah. This is the time. Maintain, maintain, maintain. Okay. Get ready to get ready. 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Back to the show. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of 4 by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, just kidding. Kevin Morrison not ready yet. Tacos, tequila, whiskey. Well, he's probably making some uh, no, he's ta- heading home. Some burritos for us. <laughs> he's, no. where's, he's Rich, where's Richie getting some uh, burritos for us? I thought he was going over there. He was, and Richie called me, and he said, Kevin's on his way out, and then he said that... Uh, Right now is not the time to uh, put our order in because they're slammed. And uh, I like to hear that. They're getting ready. The dinner service, full swing, 622. What's really cool is innovation. Uh, when I look at innovation right now of what restaurants are doing to survive, and thank you for tuning in to the Modern Eater Show. Uh, catch us live, our live stream on Facebook, and, and uh, hear some of the feedback from folks that are uh, tuning in. Teresa says, love taco, tequilas, and whiskeys. Uh, whiskeys, uh, I know. Uh, great product. Zach Johnson, hey, boys, thanks for doing what you do. Are you kidding me, Zach? Uh, you know we love it. Jay is the real MVP. You got that right. Brandon Camp, hey, fellas. Rebecca from Rebecca Berry. Hi, guys. Much love. Jack Bailey, Chef Jack Bailey checking in. Jack's in the house. And uh, if you have a comment that you want to shoot at us, you can uh, jump to the Modern Eater Facebook page or even text us yeah, on our text Yeah, give him Jay's line. text. 
You want? I made a little jingle for you. You want to hear it? Seven two zero seven one five thirty three eleven. I made. Can one you too. do that? Sing it with I me, Jim. Seven two zero seven one five thirty three eleven. You want to hear mine? Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me put my picture up here so people can see me. Mine is siete veinte setenta y quince treinta y tres once. Yamano, so you know, folks, Jay learned that jingle back when he his days of bartending because that was a hot line that he would pick up. <laughs> yeah, some senoritas <laughs> over on the west side. Well, I would try. I, like I would try. I, like I never text the J line if you want to get into this show and you have a comment. Seven two zero seven one five thirty three eleven. Love it. What do you think, Brian? Like, I made you smile, man. Oh yeah. Just sing it yeah. for me. Seven one five thirty three eleven. The funny thing is, is I, I, I just look at my phone, I pick it up, and I say, call Jay. Call Jay. <laughs> hey, do we have someone on the line here? It's a little rich. It's little rich. Yeah, I told Shannon. I'm like, well, call little rich then, if if because Kev, he little rich can narrate about what Kevin's going through. I'm sure. I think he can too. Um, little little rich Snyder. Yeah, we can hear you. You're on your uh, little rich uh, car phone. Uh, I'm on the little rich car phone. <laughs> which correct. which vehicle are you I driving? Love the I love the singing. We need a whole segment of just Greg's song. No, no. But anyway, Rich, I just want that to stick in your head because it's so terrible, right? 720-715-3311. I want it to be so bad that you actually start singing that in your head, and then you text Jay. Like Cars for Kids? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Thanks you for know, ruining uh, it. Greg, I say Greg, I say this with love and respect. Don't quit that day job quite yet. <laughs> the day job's pretty good right now, uh, just keeping people connected. <laughs> and uh, love, and although our viewership is uh, getting uh, bigger now that they heard the jingle, I'll just give it one more time. I actually, here's the deal. I am not. I'm not going to stop until someone texts Jay. Okay, seven two seven two zero seven one five. Yeah, they just texted. Thirty three eleven. Did you get a text? Yeah, yeah. The text is. Uh, can you tell that guy <laughs> to stop singing? No. Did that happen? <laughs> no. No, it didn't. No, I made I, that up. I was gonna say. That. I would have thought that that was. <laughs> that was you would have known what I was doing there. Yeah. Uh, they, and they put that guy in quotation marks. Okay, See, Rich, are you ready? You're Kevin Morrison right I, now. I, I'm ready. Although I do want to ask Shannon. Shannon, do you keep trying Kevin Morrison? Huh? Oh, try him again. Yeah, keep trying him. So, Little Rich, you um, obviously have a vested interest in tacos, tequila, and whiskey. You've done business with Kevin for a while. Yes, I have. He's done a fantastic job. Well, that was sort of funny, Little Rich, because... I thought your vested interest was the fact that that's where you get your dinner three to four nights a week. Uh, pretty close. Uh, I'm all I'm all over the place, you know, trying to see what's going on with everybody. And you know, we we watched Kevin. Uh, it, it's funny we watched him do the pivot, which was kind of the topics we're talking about: pruning, getting his arms wrapped around it, and you know, uh, starting to move forward from there. This is where I jump in. Everybody's eating. Everybody's Oh, I can jump right into this. But, well, Richie, I mean, I I would ask you, tell us what the pivot was for Kevin. I was so much hoping. 
I was hoping Kevin was going to be able to do that. Let me ask Shannon again. He Shannon, just said no, Kevin. He's no Kevin. He's trying him. He's not answering. I mean, I'm sure he's cooking. You know, that's how it goes. What do you say, Greg? Live radio, no man is master. I don't say that, but yeah, it's true. And uh, hey, listen, and if, if Chef uh, uh, Kevin's cooking. You know, I mean, that is what it is. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to do a proper reset, and I apologize to everybody out there. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Little Rich Schneider on the phone. Uh, We're expecting Kevin Morrison, tacos, tequila, and whiskey. Again, people get busy, especially right now. When He's probably in full. He's pivoting right this second. He's pivoting into something else right this minute. Uh, We'll come back. Little Rich Schneider with us. We're at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. You are watching and listening to The Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. It's Greg Hollenbeck. Anymore these days, when I go out to eat, I not only want to eat delicious food and drinks, but I also want to eat where I know my money is going to a local restaurant that I believe in. I believe in The Goods Restaurant on Colfax and Mark Whistler. The Goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and keto options. Comfort food lovers, try the best burger on planet Earth. I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones and antibiotics or steroids. The Goods is truly a cultural melting pot, a family restaurant open to all. Their bar program is amazing. Saddle up at their long, luxurious bar, have a nice craft beer or a cocktail. Like their Facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week. Located on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Across from East High School with free parking and a garage in back. Look them up online, thegoodsrestaurant.com. I'll see you at the goods. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At The Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose The Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. All right, you guys, back to the show in just a second. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about my favorite thing in the world, and that is bread, and specifically Aspen Baking Company. If you go to AspenBaking.com, you're going to find hoagies, focaccias, ciabattas, baguettes, croissants, bear claws, lobster rolls, pound cakes, coffee cakes, and more. You're also going to find some delicious Rome sausage inside of their boxed lunches. AspenBaking.com, you guys. Hollis and Cody Ann will take great care of you. And if you're on their social media and you want to make a comment and show some bread, make sure use the hashtag how's your aspen so it's the website and it's back to the show aspenbaking.com hi michael myers from distillery 291 i'll say whatever you want me to say (laughs) that'll get me in trouble (laughs) write it like you stole it drink it like you own it you're listening to the modern eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. We blame all that on Jay. It, I mean, the, technically. <laughs> it was. You, I sh- well, I shared. you stole a segment from my life. <laughs> Can I tell you what I did? Greg Hollenbach, not... Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, half of Jay. I share. I mean, I shared the contact. And <laughs> Let's it, go to the man, Kevin it, Morrison, it on the over. VIP line, Taco Tequila Whiskey. Welcome, Kevin Morrison. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> well, sorry for the delay there. We gave him the wrong number to the studio. We, when I say we, I mean I mean Jay. Jay Parker, J A Y. 
<laughs> Kevin, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen you uh, again. Myself, Greg Hollenbeck, Brian Freeman, Jay, we're here. Little Rich Snyder, he's on hold. Um, it's an interesting time that we're living in. I'm not going to get your reaction to this because I know we only have a few minutes, but it just sucks for everybody. And pivoting is, yeah, pivoting's the name of the game. So um, could you just talk about, first of all, your restaurants real quick? Like, give us a one minute of pre-coronavirus, and then we'll jump into now current, and then we'll talk about momentarily what post-coronavirus should look like. Oh, man, pre-coronavirus, we were getting ready for a great uh, spring. We were excited to get the patios going at our four restaurants, three tacos, tequila whiskey, one fish and beer. And then this hit kind of pulled the rug out from under us, so we took a day to regroup and just, like you said, man, there's nothing else to do but just pivot, shrunk our menu down, shrunk our staff down, shrunk our hours down, and just trying to survive and we're open at Gubbs Park five days a week in Highlands. We just started four days a week, testing out breakfast burritos, going to go back out with the food truck, just trying to stay stay alive, uh, survive, you know, keep the lights on, keep some staff working. And But post, post we're, we're looking for a badass summer. Mm. Um, love to be back up and running by June or July and, things are back to normal that'd be great but who knows what who knows what the new normal is going to be hey kevin this is brian hey man good evening good evening hey tell us you're you're talking about backing up and running but you are up and running aren't you i mean you've pivoted you're doing things for people out there two of our restaurants are back are back up uh gubbs park and then um over in the highlands we're running four days over there. Gov's Park is running five days. And like I said, the food truck will be out. But we're just we're just trying to be open as much as we can right now. And as business, as the demand um, calls for it, then we'll open an extra day. We're, we're just, just trying to keep people working. Nice. So, so tell us how that works. What are we doing? Are we going online, Kevin? Are we going? Are we calling you yeah, direct? Best, what's what's best what's way that work? Go to our website, tacoskillwhiskey.com. It'll you can go to Gov's Park or Highlands, and you can place your order through Chow Now, Uber Eats, um, DoorDash, and uh, or you can just walk in. And, and uh, when the weather's nice, the garage doors are rolled up. Um, we don't take orders by phone, so the best way is just going online. Go to our website, and it'll direct you to ordering. Mm. Uh, so, you know, pre-coronavirus, how was your, this is Greg, how was your um, delivery or takeout? Uh, how did tacos deliver or takeout? Did they carry well? They do carry well. We, you know, we do a short area. It's like the five-mile radius with, when we work with Chow Now. Um, so the delivery, the delivery's fast. They travel well. It's like anything. It's, it's better in the store, right? Sure. You know, but it, it does travel well. Um our business was okay. It was decent, but it's just now it's just a whole new environment. Mm-hmm. So, so little Rich has been filling me in bits and pieces. Are burritos something that you've done, or is this something you've added to your menu now? We're we're in the process of adding it. Uh, Rich and I started working on it a couple of days ago, and he's given me some great feedback. So I went to, back to the drawing board this morning and tweaking the recipe on our rice and, and the beans and. Uh, you know, we're getting close. We're getting close. So next week we should be rolling out the burritos. Uh, we ran out. We did breakfast burritos this morning at Gov's, and it worked really well. Um, 
and then next week, hopefully, we'll be serving uh, some burritos at night. Wow. And that so there's a pivot point right now. You would have, uh, you know, let's say no coronavirus right now. That wouldn't be anything on your mind nah, at all. We wouldn't even be talking about it. We wouldn't even be talking about it. But, you know, some people have suggested it and just changing things up. You know, we're going to start selling meat by the pound, some taco kits, some family pack dinners for four, whole wood roasted chicken. So, you know, it got us got us uh, back and, and got me back in the kitchen and trying to get creative again and just just trying to give the public what they want, you know, just back in really the kitchen. Cool yeah, isn't that cool, Greg? Back in the kitchen. Back what, in the kitchen. And Kevin's such a perfectionist. What Kevin, what is it that you're putting in your breakfast burritos? Because I'll tell you. I'm pretty picky about that, and that's something new for you guys. I thought I saw some potato in a yeah, picture. Yeah, new. Yeah, so we uh, we work with Little Rich on a tortilla, so we're using, of course, his his uh, flour tortilla. So we offer when we do it, we offer two: one veg, one meat. So the meat one we ran this morning was um, potatoes, chorizo, some jack cheese, and then we make a chili diarbol, tomato salsa. Um, the veg one is, uh, was really, they were both popular, but the veg one, I was surprised it did, it sold really well. Uh, potatoes, scrambled eggs, and then we take roasted poblano peppers, cook that down with some cream and cotilla cheese, and pour that over the top before we roll it up. That was amazing flavor. Wow, wow, wow. I'll tell you what, that's, if you're not a vegetarian, <laughs> you want to be one yeah. and come down and get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was a great. I was happy with that day. I was happy with both of them. That one kind of surprised me. I always, once in a while, I'll make a dish that just surprises me. I'm like, damn, that was pretty good. So, Kevin, throughout uh, the modern eater here, you know, renownedly, we're a Saturday evening show on K How and streaming on Facebook yeah. and YouTube. We've been uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 p.m., and just keeping. Uh, people connect, telling their stories, their pivots. It's amazing the amount of stories that we've had, you know, anywhere from Troy Guard to Juan Padro to, uh, you know, go go down the list. They've probably right. been on in the past couple of weeks. I, I always, I, you know, okay, we have to we have to have a little bit of silver lining to things right now. We need hopeful stuff to, to grasp onto. And there's kind of that guilt factor like you should not be doing anything good or feeling good about anything, right? Now, that's an impossible thing. Um, there are some very bright spots in humanity right now that we haven't seen probably in my lifetime of 47 years. I've never seen togetherness like I've seen it right now. And to see the entrepreneurial spirit of folks pivoting and the ingenuity and the craftsmanship and, and, and just new things, innovation that's happening right now. Um, are you opening a new location right now during this? Uh, well, we... We're trying to get um, our other taco tequila whiskey opened at York. That was our original location. Maybe within two weeks we'll be open there. I would love yeah, to see just... you do that. And, and, and here's the reason why. Uh, I think that's a real testament of let, let's kick this thing's ass. Let's battle this thing down. Let's, let's show that that's ingenuity true. and inspire people. We need inspiration right now. If, if you, and again, selfish reasons, but I think that an opening during a time like this, what a mind blower. What a mind blower. That would yeah, just be. You know, hopefully the little bit that we're doing puts a smile on people's faces for 20, 30 minutes a day. They can forget about everything that's going on and, and um, just enjoy not being around other people, but enjoy, you know, having a good meal. 
Yeah. Um, so with that pivot point, it's the wild, wild west. You can do to-go margaritas. What? Yeah, those are doing really well. This morning we sold quite a few to-go Bloody Marys, uh, but at night we're selling a lot of, lot of uh, margaritas to-go. And then as time goes on, our bar staff, they're making new cocktails. They're toying around with a uh, grilled pineapple, serrano chili, margarita for next week. I think over in Highlands, they're playing around with a strawberry margarita. So it's uh, just it's just something new every week. Give, give well, a little Kevin, variety there. Kevin, I'd like to reiterate what Greg said, because I think it is so important about really showing that we can survive and flourish through this. Because in a way, I mean, one of the things that Greg said, and I, I don't want to be a downer, but boy, you know, we all forgot about 9-11. And we all forgot about how people really pulled together in that disaster. And I feel like right now we're in one of those really not more than, you know, and 9-11 was just for just us mm-hmm. in the U.S. But it's interesting how, I mean, I would relate that almost to how women with childbirth. You know, a woman, the, wor- wow. the most pain that they have in their life is childbirth. <laughs> but then they forget about that and they want to have another kid. And we, we fight back. And that's where I look at where we are in today's economy is, is, you know what, listen, we have gotten the, the, the really the death punch right now to the food and beverage industry. But how can we show our resilience and fight back and show that we are survivors? Mm-hmm. Hey, Kevin, yeah. uh, so instead of either, you know, what is it, Ozark or, or Tiger King tonight on, on Netflix, if you get the Ozark, time. Ozark, man. That's, Ozark is what I'm, I'm hooked on right now. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's not dark of... at all. It's very, like, bright and shiny, happy people but, kind of movie. <laughs> dude, you've got, you've got to do this, Chef. Go to – check out on the Modern Eater Facebook page. Look for the Josh Nuremberg interview. Josh Nuremberg okay. out of Grand Junction. You, right. If you want any – if you want motivation, inspiration, um, just very smart businessman slash – totally talented chef with an ethos that you just can't even believe that you just have that. Um, watch that interview. Would you chef? I will. I will. I, I would love to have you report back on that one. Uh, anything else that you want to just let it since we've got you on the line here and you know, we've got my mom and Jay's mom and Brian's girlfriend watching right now. <laughs> my mom doesn't want that. Oh, your mom. Okay. She one doesn't l- love one less. No, there's a lot of industry folks that are online right now. And, again, we're trying to keep upbeat and, and that type of thing. But is, is there anything you want to talk to folks and say out there uh, uh, on your departure? No, I mean, just hang in there. We're all going to get through this. Yeah. It's time suck, but uh, it'll, it'll make us – it'll make everyone better, everyone stronger, hopefully everyone smarter. Yeah. And just – just keep doing what you do. I mean, we're resilient people in the industry regardless. And then this is testing a lot of us, but we're all going to come out the other side. Yeah. Lean and mean is what folks are getting right now. And Little Rich, I talked to Little Rich. Yeah. He gives me a lot of good little tidbits just because the guy's been around forever and a day and he's the mayor. Everybody respects him in the business. Talking about our next segment, we're going to talk about pruning the tree. Now, what does that mean to business? If you have all of these branches out there, especially when things are going okay or you're being a little more creative, how do you prune the tree to make the trunk very viable and strong so that you can be there for your employees when you reopen, so that your business is there, so that you're lean and mean and that you can start to build up and add again. So we're going to talk about how we can prune that tree to get our businesses really strong right now.
Well, and Greg, one thing you might not know is actually this is pruning season. I know. For all of the orchards. And right now, all of my cherry and peach growers, apple growers are all out in their orchards. This is that one thing. I mean, so it's like in the world of ag, we are still moving. Are you pruning right now, Kevin? We're uh, we're pruning, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, I can't wait until we can get back up to normal and just sit in your dining room again. You know, it's just um, that's the place we want to be, especially springtime and and summertime. Coloradans just can't wait to get back at it. We'll be there to support you, man. And uh, I can't wait to have one of those burritos. Yeah, as soon as we, uh, as soon as I'm happy with them, uh, we'll, we'll get some over to you guys for sure. What does it take to be happy with one of them? What, what you does know, that I mean? Was, Rich, Rich gave me some really good feedback uh, this morning, so I went back and went to the drawing board. Uh, I'm almost there. I think the beans are there. The rice, I get uh, one more, t- one more test, and I think I'll be there. Nice. Any sneak peeks of what you're doing that's way different and way out of the norm? I'll tell you. The, best thing about the whole burrito, and I'm not saying this because it's rich, but the tortilla, he makes this New Mexican chili tortilla that is amazing. And it, it just kind of, it stands alone, but it brings all the other flavors together as well. It, I've never had a tortilla like this. We brought in four different tortillas earlier this week, and that one, hands down, was, was the top rated for flavor and everything about it. The texture, the flavor, the eye appeal. It's just an amazing tortilla. So, Kevin, you're saying the canvas is making the artist. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like that's what helped our tacos was his his little four-inch corn tortilla. It started with that, and then we just built up. And same with the tortilla. We're or Same with the burrito. We're starting with the tortilla, and then everything follows that. Hey, man, we have be careful because we have to live with Rich on a daily basis. I know. Like so it, when you go yeah, little four-inch, that he's, doesn't bode well for us in the he, studio. He's going he's <laughs> to have to put down his uh, convertible to get his head in his car after that <laughs> oh, one. Kevin, we love you, man. We'll see you soon, okay? All right, guys. Thanks. Chef Kevin Morrison, tacos, tequila, whiskey. I forgot. Oh, man. forgot to ask him about fish and beer. But I, I got to tell you, you know you know, deep down inside of me, I'm, I'm – a little Hispanic, right? You know that, You're right? full on. I am Not full a little. Well, yeah, you know. Well, you want to be. You make Cheeto look like a Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is little Rich, can you pop Little Rich on for just a half a second, Shannon, before we go to break? Hey, Little Rich, you there? I'm here. Hey, did you like that interview? Uh, how could I not? I know. And, and, you know, with my fat head... I have to put the top down regardless. So. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a little uh, a break, little Rich, a little break, uh, Big Rich, and we'll be back. Uh, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas and the Modern Eater. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products dedicated to providing the culinary industry with the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills, and I know you will too. 
too. To bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. Taxes, payroll, and workman's comp. Ugh. If you're a business owner, I bet hearing me say those dirty words made you cringe. Hi, I'm Rebecca Berry with Forth, and I know growing and managing a business can seem overwhelming and just daunting at times. But at Forth, we've got you covered. Forth knows you want to take your business to the next level. Forth was designed to be the partner you need and will allow you to free up your time and resources to do what you do best, grow and manage your business. Call me. Let's talk about how I can help. 720-436-8047. That's 720-436-8047. Rebecca with Forth. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Okay, it is a Saturday, March 35th. Day 20 out of 57 since dining rooms have been shut down in the metro area and beyond. 38 days to go. Wow. Day 10 of shelter in place and people are just losing it. Um, a lot of innovation, though, going on in business, just trying to survive in the Wild West right now. As we continue, Greg Holland back, co-host Brian Freeman, Jay Parker doing all the ones and twos, everything. <laughs> Is it working? Well, Is it working over there man, for I you, just, Jay? I'm just, I'll never be comfortable <laughs> with doing what I really? do. I just feel like I never will. Well, I keep looking at Brian's a natural. So we're all, and, and so here it is. It's the Saturday show, and. And generally, we're used to being together, and Brian and I sitting right next to each other, and and uh, he's on the stool. He's in the big boy uh, chair right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. and I uh, wish he was sitting next to me right now, Brian. <laughs> truly, Thanks, truly do wish he were. Uh, as we continue, Little Rich Snyder on the phone. Just a, a quick housekeeping thing is that uh, as you listen to us on KHOW, uh, I'm not telling you not to like us on Facebook or YouTube, but you should probably keep in touch with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, but don't, I don't forget know. about the Instagram, man, because Jay posts <laughs> he does. some incredible pictures out there. Mm, put some stuff and it's a good time. And, and by the way, we are in the kitchen. I was, and I, I want to give yeah. our boy Cheeto a shout out because, holy smokes, this guy has just been, you know, he's someone that Greg has a huge crush on. I, I do. I, he sleeps with his picture. And I, I think that there's, pictures right here. there's some validity in it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I love I, and Cheeto you have it death. every day. It's like he's your Cheeto little pas- San Pasquale. He, Cheeto. He's your little squishy I'm San bear Pasquale. that you bring to bed. Hola, he, I'm Cheeto. San Pasquale, do you like <laughs> Cheeto? I love Cheeto. <laughs> but it is, I, I got to tell you, folks, Cheeto hey, little, came down with his own food tonight. He's made us some great Hey, Little Rich, I'm talking to Cheeto with San Pasquale <laughs> right now. We're losing our mind. We're broadcasting too much. Greg's getting weird with that doll, you know, during the week broadcast, you know, by That's Thursday, okay. Friday, it's, he talks to the doll more than he does me. I have to give out the text line number 720-715-3311. Somebody texted want- that number and said that they that you should do that jingle at the end of the show when you I sign will. off. I will. Here's one for you. A chef says this on Facebook. Little Rich, get this. Best perk of coronavirus by far as a chef is meeting some of your most loyal customers face to face for pickups. That's for real. That's a great, great sentiment. For what sure. do you think of that, Little that, Rich? That's pretty awesome. And, and you know, that that's what we've always tried to do at the show is as the chefs will, or, or, you know, the, the audience the studio audience gets to watch the chef and talk to the chef as they're cooking food, and that's normally not the norm. So I bet that that is a, a real cool thing. Good for them. 
and, and it's a real thing because listen, you know, um, pre-coronavirus as we call it, chefs right now on a Saturday evening at 6:54, guarantee you, they're in that kitchen with their nose down and grabbing tickets off the printer, and man, they don't have any interaction at all. They they finally get the live applause from yeah. the audience. And, and here's something else I want to throw in about Kevin is uh, Kevin Morse. Is, and I stopped by to see him yesterday. He was behind the grill. He had the, uh, the, the you know, the, the rag hanging out of his belt and burns, fresh burn marks all over his forearms. There you go. And I yep. pointed at him out. I said, hey, now there's a working chef. And he's like, and I love it. I love it. You know, he's happiest behind the grill. And that's it shows in his food. He's awesome. Yeah. Out of all, you know, because listen. Uh, let's just face it, uh, you know, service industry people, they're used to be treated like dogs. You know, it's like you're waiting on it. It's just it, oh, a yes lot of times. No, yes and no. Yeah, it depends you're going where, to get it. where your hierarchy uh, is. You why? Know? What do you mean? Socioeconomically, well, no, 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 no. depending well, on where you're going. The, the boys in the Mo- back are treated like the dogs. Hey, this is where Jay should jump in and get my back on this. Yeah, uh, man, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, working right. on something. Okay, Little Rich, let's do this. I'm going to give you three minutes. I, and listen, and you're my spirit guide. You know that. Give me a couple of minutes on the importance of pruning the tree. Set that one up, would you? Well, you know, like you said earlier, I've been doing this a long time. And so when I think back of uh, just post-9-11 or even post-2008, 2009, whenever we've had an incident like this that, you know, business goes down, and we haven't had it go down in a long, long time. You know, we have found that to survive, you had to do some pruning. And what? so what does that mean? Because I know that some people haven't, haven't gone through this. And that pruning can mean, I'll tell you what it meant at our plant. We had to stop making certain products. We had to reassess what kind of business are we going to be, what, we, what do we want to be at the other side of this. And then take a look at our customers and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to focus on these customers. Um, so we pruned our products, we pruned our customers, uh, and, and I'm going to tell you, there's going to be people that are going to find out at the end of this if they do their pruning properly. And I'll define what I think pruning is going to be for the restaurant. Wait, back up. They, you just blew my mind. Richie, you blew my mind with something. Pruning customers? That? What? How do you prune? Well, you don't yeah. turn anybody away, do you? Well, there's times. there are times you have to. Uh, and and I, I know Brian has probably gone through this. And, and you know, a couple of years ago, we were suffering at Rock Lead as our problems. We had we were blessed with really good problems. We could not keep up with all the orders, and and really really bad. I mean, we were tripping on ourselves. It was horrible. Um, and we had to determine, okay, of our customers, where do we want to go? And and we pulled basically we pulled out of retail. We pulled out of a huge account in seven states that we've been making product for for 14 years. Trim that. The pruning on our product. I was making a gluten-free product. We spent four years developing that product. We had it in stores all over the country. We decided it's time to prune that product. And we had a lot of money and a lot of time invested in it. But here's what happened. When we pruned certain products, when we pruned certain customers, our business, in fact, shrunk a little bit. But it also, in fact, was more profitable. 
And so that's what people are going to get that, that chance to see is, as they go through this. And so I'm going to define what I think pruning is in the restaurant world. And we're focusing just on restaurants. No, you're not, because we're going to break. And we're, Richie, we're going to break and we're going to do the news. And then you're going to come back and give us that definition of pruning in the restaurant business. What do you think? You got it. I'm here, baby. Thank you, sir. Ah, Little Rich Snyder, the voice of, I'm in a great mood. And, you know, uh, probably one of those things. And, and what's driving me, and it's community, it's family, it's love, it's figuring this out together. And it's um, basically just hearing the stories of tough people getting through tough times. That's what's getting me through. All right, Shannon, I think we have about 25 seconds, 30 seconds to go. What do you think? All right. <laughs> All right I'm just going to go through the news. All yeah. right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to regroup. Next, on the other side, Travis Smith, Bistro Colorado. His business took a different turn. Brandon Camp's going to come up, Rebecca Berry, Dr. Sarah Metz, and you. All right, 720-715-3311. All right, we'll see you on the other side. It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Oh, yeah. We love hour two of The Modern Eater show as we continue here on this uh, Saturday, March 35th, Jay. That's right. That's right. March 35th. Day 20 out of 57. I mean, fit. That's the count. Fifty-seven is what it's technically supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight days to go. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker. Thirty-eight days to go. Brian, you got thirty-eight more in you. <laughs> do you think? Do you guys think that that, that we're gonna, you know, that we're gonna go that far? It'll open. I don't know if it'll I, even open up on the. Yeah, it's I, Monday, I it May eleventh. It isn't might it? go farther. Do you? Unfortunately. Oh man. I mean, everything I read in the news. I mean, I shared some stuff with you today, Greg, about. Yeah. The fact that the reality is, is we're doing new norms in grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I mean, grocery stores are about to start limiting people, start creating one-way lines. This is a start down in Texas that I read today. Um, that there, I think you know, I read one guy said he he's one of one economist put out uh, a graph today and basically said that hey, uh, it looks like this chart is plateauing. And I just have to shake my head because the reality is, is, you know, one of the things that I think we all know is it's not going to start stop plateauing until we all take it seriously and we all stay at home. And did that's you make a mask, hard. Brian? Do I have a mask. Yes. Did you make one? No, I actually you bought it. No, I didn't buy it. I'm trying to figure out my Jay just plain said he's going to use an old pair of uh, underwear. Well, I mean, I already have those sport briefs, so they're yeah. nice and snug. You know, I just wrap that on my head. I'm going to use go. one cup of a Brazier. <laughs> I would hey, think. Well, obviously, they're doing that for real. Yeah. You know, if, the but if Jay's thing. using undies, should I share mine with <laughs> sure. him? Jay, would it make you feel better? That's would right. you feel closer to me during the week no. when we're not together? Let me think about um, that. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, uh, Little Rich Snyder. I'm here. All right, have you made your mask yet? No, I have not. But, you know, I'm thinking of tearing up an old Robert Graham shirt. I mean, you know, if I'm going to make a mask, I got, I, it's got a style, you know. Absolutely. Robert Graham, he's going there. <laughs> <laughs> Richie, here we are, um, you know, Saturday. Here's our show, right? The Modern Eater Show, 6 to 8 p.m. on uh, KHOW, iHeartRadio, and streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. But we've been doing some shows from 2 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, you've turned into number one fanboy. 
you number one fanboy. Well, uh, and for one reason is uh, honestly, Greg, you're doing a tremendous job. You and Greg, uh, you and Jay, um, you're getting on the right people, talking about the right thing. I think also, you know, all of us are so used to dealing with so many people every day that suddenly, when you're in this home isolation and you're home with maybe just one or two people, you miss your tribe. And and that I, I'm seeing that the show is a way for everyone to connect for at least a couple hours a day and listen to everyone and, and share our our problems. Uh, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm not the only one that's feeling this way or worried about this. And also to to share ways of solutions of how we're going to come out of this encouragement. And tonight, you know, with Kevin getting ready to reopen uh, his second store and maybe his third, we get to share those victories because there's going to be some important victories through this. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, um, you know, if you get stuck too much in news and reading and doomsday and we're all going to die and there is no hope, um, hopefully the Modern Eater show has been kind of a a beacon of light for folks that are doing inspiring things right now, for folks that are innovative and pivoting and and, uh, beating the odds, I guess you would say. Um, so if anything that we're doing, it's just a pleasure that we have. I was I was telling this to Little Rich the other day. It's like, uh, okay, the Modern Eater Show, uh, not only do we have the show, but we have our own station, which is the Modern Eater Facebook page, YouTube, Instagram. So you can tune in and check out all this content throughout the week, and I encourage you to do so. Last hour, we left off talking about pruning, and that's a part of pivoting. Business survival and how you do that. You're worthless to your employees. You're worthless to your bank. You're worthless to your landlord. You're worthless to your vendors. You're worthless to everybody if you're overextended and on the brink of just going out of business, of shuttering. So pruning to be able to keep the trunk or the roots of your tree uh, nice and healthy is very important right now, and that's the analogy that we're using. Well, and, Greg, what is? I'm curious to hear what is Little Rich's definition. That's what he's going to do. Yeah. He's going to do it for. Um, you're going to talk about as it relates to restaurants right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and this is what got people through the last time this happened. Something of, of close to this magnitude. I mean, you know, the other thing, reality is, nothing like this has happened to us in our lifetime. This is, a, this is one of those, those times where we're going to define everything before or after this. And, uh, but I think that pruning, what, how it relates to a restaurant, like cheese, oh, here's a perfect example on a menu. Um, if you've got a cheesecake-style menu, you, now is really the time to ratchet that thing down to get your food costs in line. Um, I think people that have, if they, for example, in 2008, I had customers that had, say, seven restaurants going into that. They came out with five, four to five, but they were all healthy restaurants. And they shared with me that at the end of that, you know, gee, I closed three restaurants, and yet my bottom line was better. And so, I mean, that's what people, I think, are going to find out in this. They're, they're pruning to stay alive. The silver lining is going to find out I'm probably more profitable now. And that's what I think is going to be coming out of this. We're going to see who's really committed also. To this industry, yeah, who's because. who's playing around and and who's the real deal, Rich? And, and gosh, it really struck me something that you just said there because I think that there is a notion or a feeling that everybody should feel guilty right now to do anything creative that could be profitable. 
Oh no, I no, I think I think you've got to you know you've got to try some different things um, and and realize yeah probably a couple of them aren't going to be taking you in the direction you wanted to go in. But Richie, people are going to yeah. Oh no no sorry go ahead. I, no no I was going to say I just I think people are going to come out of this. It, it, I think in the long run it, it is going to be one of those things where they look back and go wow. Uh, I sure wouldn't have chose to to that type of situation to learn these lessons, but I learned some really valuable lessons, and it made me a better business person. It made me a better operator. It made me appreciate my my team more, my customers more, and this whole industry. It's like yesterday. I got to tell you, when I when I went down to, uh, I bought I, I bought some burritos from Kevin. I had to be the first one to buy burritos from him, and in that moment, I'm watching him with fresh burn marks on, on his forearms, and I'm seeing him so happy behind the grill, and he comes out, and we're talking about how when he first started and, and all these things and how we're going to hang together and we're going to, all of us are going to get through this. And, and in that moment, I was, I, honestly, I almost got emotional in my car as I was writing the, the little Facebook post because I was like, I realized in the tough times how much I love this business and how much I love our customers mm-hmm and our vendors and, and everybody in this thing. And this is going to be a shaking off of, you know, if you don't really love this industry, it now's probably the time to get out. But if you love it, you stay in here, you're going to be even more committed and there's going to be more to, to more to uh, harvest at the tail end of this. Hey, Richie, Brian here. Um, can I ask you a favor? One of the things that I would like to hear is somebody defend business owners right now that have to make the tough decisions and lay people off because I don't think what we are talking about in the spirit of what we are trying to drive home right now is the fact that if we do prune this tree, we'll get more fruit. If we make the right decisions in the off season, we will get a better harvest. And so could you defend some business owners? Because I know, listen, there's not a business owner in the world who wants to lay someone off but we've had to to make sure that we're still around at the end to hire more people Mm -hmm. and to restart the business when we can. So I'm going to turn that over to you, Rich. Well, it's true. Uh, Everything that you said, I I, I totally agree with. And that's part of this pruning thing is that, you know, pruning is okay. We need need to find out those inefficiencies, whether that's in an item on our menu, whether it's a bad lease, whether it's, you know, uh, just our, our cost structure. And, and get le- that lean and mean and get down to it. And we will, you, you will have a stronger business at the end of this. Um, and you know what? There is going to be another side to this because the reality is, is everybody's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? If you really look at the customers, the people that were eating, the people in the dining rooms and the patios, they're not here because they made us shut down. It's not that customers don't want to come and eat. It's just they can't right now. So the demand has, has just had this wall built up. It's not out of free choice. Trust me, if they said, hey, you know what, we're going to give everyone a three-day pass, go eat, besides if, if we didn't get each other sick. But, I mean, how full would all the restaurants be? And so the demand is still there. It's just now we've got to withstand it. And as you're saying, yeah, you're going to have to make some tough choices on, you know, we may have to. And, and which is interesting, Richie, because 
a lot of this business is doing business with friends. People are doing business with people right now. Brands aren't necessarily doing business with brands, and you better you better learn that. Little Rich Schneider is on the phone with us. Travis Smith is going to come up next with Bistro Colorado. He chose to close his doors for the time being for different reasons and very ethical reasons. What I want to levy is the conversation right now of those folks that aren't team players, that those folks that go into a business and they say, you know what, I'm a head chef, and where's where's my sous chef and my sommelier, my my dining room? And the business owners are like, listen, everything looks differently right now. You have to be a team player in order to fit into this organization. We'd like to keep you around. What about those folks that are, you're seeing true colors from people right now? What about those folks that go into an organization and they demand things and they're in it for themselves and, and they're absolutely thrown off kilter because of all of the change right now? What do we say to folks that are our friends that are in the business with us and we have to actually do business? Do we trim the fat and just do it business-wise or how do you appease to their better senses? Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a big, big question. And I think a very valid one and, and one that, uh, you know, you're going to find out people's true colors um, that, you know, are they here for the I'm I'm the chef and I've got the I mean, anytime if I go in somewhere and someone's got a, a sparkling, clean chef's jacket they're they must be in the office. They ain't behind the grill. And I mean, you find these chefs like Alex Seidel. I remember going to see him and he's he's there prepping, man. He's cutting onions and tomatoes. Trust me, Alex doesn't need to be doing that. If anyone's earned the right to not have to do that, it's him. But he does it out of choice because that's just how he's wired. He loves the game. And that's what's going to separate the people. That If you love the game more than you love the money, you're going to stay here. But if you're coming here just for the money, this is probably going to be that shakeout time. Or the ego. You know, it's like if you're a chef right now. where I was going to go. Yeah, and you're not able to actually go maybe even make a delivery because you're too good for that. You have to, you're going to get left behind in this climate right now. People really need to do an integrity check because if they're pissing off people that they're doing business with or work with, boy, they're going to learn some hard realities. Jared Leonard says, preach, Greg. I'm telling you, man, I'm starting to. Uh, listen, uh, Jared Leonard, love what Rich is saying. Uh, 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 uncomfortable pruning will have have it stronger. Le- uh, learn industry afterwards. Mark uh, Harvey, uh, I mean, people are tuning in on this. And, and, and right now, the pivot points and being team player and, and respecting a business and a business decision and how you fit in, if you're not doing that right now, man, you're going to get your ass kicked. Trust me. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to tell you, what's going to take you through this? And, and Brian, will, I bet I'm going to, when I say this, Brian will be shaking his head is, is, is in, in agreement. Is that the people that are going to stay on are those that are willing and able to wear more hats than they did a month ago. As yeah. I've told my crew, I don't know what, you know, we know what your job was a month ago. Get ready for that to change. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have to carry some more duties. And don't be a bitter little, you know, don't be a bitter little bitch. You know, get, understand. I'm <laughs> telling you, me? man. No, it wasn't to you. I'm just, I'm seeing some things out there. You know, folks, this is a tough time for all of us right now. But you're doing business with friends. You love friends. And we're all trying to keep together. Just pitch in. Just be for the greater cause. If you can't do that, get the hell out of the game. Just that's it. Yeah. Sick yeah. of it. Yeah. All right. Travis Smith coming up next. Thanks for your time, Little Rich. We'll see you guys soon.
All right, man. There he is, Little Rich Snyder. I, you guys, what a conversation, huh? Yeah, Little Rich really has his uh, his thinking brain on. And Mark Harvey says, this will be a great time to learn who is who. Who's in it because they love it and who's in it for their ego. It's true. Absolutely true. Um, I'm fortunate to not have an ego. <laughs> Um, that's just, uh, and listen, man, that's not my decision. That's what the universe did to me as Told a human you. being. I so know. I don't have to, I'm just one of the fortunate ones that doesn't Business have to Business doesn't resemble what it did four weeks ago. That's just the way that it is. Everybody's trying to pivot. Uh, Josh Nuremberg tunes in. Man, Josh, I love you, dude. You're doing such great work. Ryan Evans tunes in. Uh, Mark says, cut my teeth in the restaurant industry, and it's always stays in your blood. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a servitude type of thing. Uh, folks are everywhere. We appreciate you tuning in Monday through Friday, just hammering it out. 2 to 5 p.m. We'll be here for you. The Modern Eater Show continues. Travis Smith next. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Okay, Travis Smith on the way right now. I'm going to talk to you about the modern eater real quick. Uh, in this very difficult time, most of our sponsors are food service people that have just been devastated. Their businesses have changed overnight. Um, they've still supported the Modern Eater Show. That'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, we're completely honored to have these folks that are trying to figure out what they're going to do and, and survive. Uh, now's the best time than ever. Uh, we have spent and made it our personal mission and journey for five years since we've started the Modern Eater Show to tell the stories of the folks, the men and women in the service industry, um, from producers to ranchers to farmers to brewers to distillers to manufacturers to restaurateurs, restaurant owners, chefs, front of the house, back of the house, you name it, down the line. Uh, selflessly, we've never asked for a thing. Our sponsors are who pay our bills. And right now it's more important than ever to go to themoderneater.com and look at our list of sponsors. Support local, whether it's our sponsors or somebody else, a dollar going to our community is a dollar 
60 cents will stay here, and that 60 cents is bigger and better than ever. If you're going through a choice of where you're going to go through McDuck's fast food or you're going to buy something locally from a restaurant right now, please, I encourage you, do that. Um, we're going to be here for you. We hope we can stick around, and we're doing what we can. That's the Modern Eater. Thanks for tuning in. Travis Smith now. Hey, this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four by Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it. Greg Holland back, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, Chito in the house. He got tested, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It turns out he is... Uh, no coronavirus. Mexican. <laughs> yes, he's 100% Mexican. He got tested, and you guys, uh, by the way, you're so wrong. He is the biggest white boy from Iowa that you've That's ever right. met, man. Uh, oh, God. Let the truth be told. We but, know uh, love. We know love. His grandma, though. His grandma is Mexican. That's right. She's a true, uh, a, a true from down south, and I love her. I, I love her. She, love it all. Okay, this week, two to five p.m. Right, tune in. I promise you. Sometime this week, I'm gonna shave my hair. Right, and and not for, but all I, all we want, Jay, mm-hmm. is just views, and people spreading the word. Right. So if there's any given point this week, 500 viewers, live viewers. Boy, up right there, yeah. 500 over the top. Can, hey. can are you gonna do it or can, yeah. can somebody else do no, it? I don't want anybody you. touching me. Wow, that's Cheeto wants. Oh, Cheeto got one. tested. You could do it, Cheeto. Yeah. But Greg, one thing I'll say: a man who is not unfamiliar with the sound of those shears is, is Travis Smith, who's really? just about to be on. Travis, <laughs> Travis was the chef for our armed services. Travis was someone who was doing mili- or planning menu planning for our armed services. Travis is someone who has been walking down the line in his career to get his master chefs. Travis has been all over the world. Do you want another fact? Not only this country. Yes, go ahead. Uh, Travis Smith. Uh, Carrie Baird served under the tutelage of Travis Smith. Did you know that? I did not know that. All right, Travis Smith on the phone with us right now. Travis Smith, uh, boy, I bet you've never had an introduction like that in your life. Bistro Colorado. Uh, not quite like that, but, uh, <laughs> man, I appreciate it. You guys are you guys are doing a great job. I love you guys. You're awesome. A lot of passion going on tonight, man. Yeah. Um, I like the picture you put up. That, that picture was uh, right there when I was a, a professor over there at the uh, Metro State University of Denver. And, uh, man, you good selection there, Jay. Um, that's why you tune in on Facebook to see the, that that's a teenage Travis, right? No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it was, yeah, I took it yesterday, but, you know. Good looking guy. Hey, listen, man. So Travis Smith, he reached out last Saturday night on the Modern Eater show. And you were in that um, kind of quandary of, you know, what you're going to do, and you've listened, you've watched a lot of it. In- well, first of all, I'll let you do it. You've watched some interviews on the Modern Eater and taken in a lot of knowledge, right? And then we're going to talk about ethical stuff that comes into play, but kind of do the setup. Talk about yourself for a minute, Travis Smith, and then Bistro Colorado, and then we'll jump into a cool interview. Okay, so, um, you know, I, I started out with my culinary career here in Denver and um, did my apprenticeship. With uh, with Michael Campy down at the uh, at the time it was the Radisson Hotel in in Denver. Now it's the Sheraton. It's been the Adams Mark. It was the Hilton before. I know you're dating yourself there, Travis. (laughs) Yeah, I'm an old guy. Um, 
going on 53 this year. Um, class of 85, Bear Creek High School, Lakewood, Colorado. Um, and, you know, I mean, I went to Warren Tech. It's a, it's a career tech center, uh, voc- vocational technical center there in, in Lakewood. Last, last six months of my high school career went there. And then I joined the apprenticeship program, the American Culinary Federation apprenticeship program. Did that right there with Michael Campy. Actually started at the Sheraton Hotel in Lakewood up on uh, Union, on Union Boulevard and 6th Avenue. And then um, he left. He went to the Radisson down in Denver, and I, I finished up with him there. Then the day after my graduation, uh, which was at the Brown Palace, um, I went into the military, went into the Army uh, by choice as a cook. And um, quick, quick story, um, uh, found out they had an Army culinary uh, competition team. Uh, got interested in it. Somebody was looking out for me. One of my mentors, one of my, uh, you know, senior officers said, hey, I want you to try out for this. I want you to do this. I was stationed in South Korea, and the war, the Gulf War kicked off in 1991, and I was in South Korea. But uh, we weren't going to the Gulf War, but they sent me to try out for this culinary uh, competition team. And um, I went there and did that, and it was, it, was a, it was a tough time for all of us in the world. But... Um, it was uh it was it turned out that I made this team and i and i i I started to groom my career people groomed me for um world class uh food honestly um Carrie Baird's a different story i want I want to go into that later if you get a chance that's that's she's awesome it's seven thirty one on six thirty k how our iheart radio affiliate um, streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, Travis Smith on the line with us, Bistro Colorado. That's the setup. We do have to take a break. Let's take a break. We're running behind in this. I'm going to bump Brandon Camp to Monday. And uh, Rebecca Berry is going to join us with the doctor, Dr. Sarah Metz at 745. I want to come back and spend a full segment. You chose to close down Bistro Colorado Uh, for a little while. We had a personal conversation on the phone this afternoon. I commend you. You're an ethical man. You took in all of the, uh, and and like a chef would do, you you look at what ingredients you have to work with, and then you figure out your menu from there. Your choice is to shut down right now and regroup. And if you want to figure out why Travis Smith, the chef, decided to do that, you'll want to stick around because we're going to tell you when we get back on the Modern Eater Show. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Kenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's award-winning Belgian-style brewery. I am very pleased to tell you that our new taproom at Colfax and York in Congress Park is now open and it is a unique experience. It's close to great restaurants, has a big sunny patio for warmer days, will feature live music, and it has a very cool contemporary Belgian-style bar and tap room. To celebrate our second location, we have 18 beers on tap, including several limited-edition sour and barrel-aged beers. For some holiday good cheer, try our figgy pudding and our unique champagne beer, Brut Le Grand. Check it all out on our website, brewsbeers.com. That's Brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 67th and Pecos, and now open in Congress Park at Colfax in York. Join us this week at either location for some serious Belgian-style badass. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from the Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. 
At the Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Hey, you know what? It's the new year, and everyone's always looking for new ways to be more profitable. And so they always attack the different line items, but one almost everybody never looks at is their utilities, what they're spending on natural gas. Brian, do you have any tips for us on how to save money on natural gas? Absolutely. Just call me. Call me. That's all you got to do. what's that number, Brian? That number is 720-245-5771. Be sure and give Brian a call at Encore Energy. Hi, this is Lorraine Mitson. I'm a food hack, a.k.a. food writer. I was just told that I could put my lines. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, we're back. The Modern Eater Show continues in the last stretch of it right now. Chef Cheeto's here with us. And I don't know, just throw him a mic real quick if you would. Chef Cheeto. Here, take this mic, Chef Cheeto. You can hear us talking. Chef Cheeto, for those of the, you that don't, everybody, why do I say that? Everybody knows Chef Cheeto. Chef Cheeto, uh, your role at the Pepsi Center. Yes, uh, executive sous chef there. Yeah, bring that microphone real quick. Executive sous chef. Executive sous chef. Uh, Do you still have a job? I do. Wow. Yes, luckily I do. That's fantastic. Uh, What is the Pepsi Center doing anything right now? No, it's completely shut down. There can only be five people at a time in the building. That's two security. In the whole Pepsi Center? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. And uh, right now we're just not going in. None of us. Legends employees are going in, but all. retained you. Well, and who else? Who else did Legends retain? Uh, well, KSC and the other cleaning company. I forget what they are, but none of us can be in there. Only one. When, of when us. I say retain, were, were there a lot of furloughs or layoffs? With no, Legends? none. Uh, they've been uh, taking care of our payroll, so we can pay to all of our hourly employees and us management is getting paid. So. Lucky to work for that company. And that's a big thing, Cheeto, because we heard today, I mean, there's some restaurants in Colorado that the employees have gone and their checks have bounced. Yeah. Yes, and that's got to be a tough thing. I did hear that about, too. But uh, luckily, we've been getting through this. Uh, we don't know when it's going to end. We don't know uh, if, it, if they're going to keep doing this, our company. Yeah. I do know other competitors are reducing the uh, pay rate. From or the, the hours, probably. Hours and pay rate from management, too, mm-hmm. up to 20%. Yeah. Trying I have to figure a lot out. of friends. I, I mean, but seriously, a lot of kudos to those that are... Because think of the onboarding process. How much it costs to actually bring in... I mean, Brian, you know that more than anybody else. What it costs to train somebody, bring oh. them on. The, I mean, the whole onboarding process. Not just... I mean, time. It takes a lot of time sure. to train. I mean, we thought we've been in the building for five months, and it was a struggle the first four months. And it's taken us almost the whole season to get where we wanted almost to be as an okay team. As much as I miss you because I love you to death, I miss I miss sports. <laughs> I know, so man. Bad. It's, it's like, so sad. You never knew how much sports <laughs> actually enhanced your life. Until now. You yeah, know? exactly. Oh, man. I'm, I'm so happy to, not see, to see you not on the bench right now. 
and uh, settled in because you do such a great service in the Pepsi Center. It just runs so well with you. Exactly. I mean, and what we want to do as a as a company now, we want to help out whoever needs help. So I do have a team of five chefs ready to go on call. So if you any of Wait, you what three do you mean? knows, okay, you got a call to action. If, right yeah, now? if you guys want to say like, hey, here's food, here's this, here's this kitchen, let's cook food. Chefs for hire. We're we're in it. How do for, they get a hold of you, Cheeto? Well, just Instagram, Facebook, uh, Chef Cheeto, and or you guys through you guys. I mean, you guys have my contact, so <laughs> yes, we do. Just call Craig and you know Brian and uh, hey, let me know. <laughs> Craig, Greg, you can do Craig. it, Craig. No. Well, but I think what Cheeto <laughs> said though is really important that I don't think a lot of people understand. It's about talent, and it's uh, when the reality is is when you have worked hard to attract mm-hmm. the right talent. Yeah. You yep. don't want to see just because something like There's this is going so on, much talent on yeah. the bench that you right lose now. that talent. Well, they're on the bench, Greg, but I think that there are people that, you know, are still well, you they're on the them. bench, but they're in the game. Exactly. Still, you want to keep them because you yeah. because if we tell them, hey, all right, just go and apply, you know, and get money from the government and everything. We have to bring a whole nother crew and then we go back to stay, you know, day one. Mm-hmm. which we've been working hard to get to this point yeah, right now that I physically don't have to be in the kitchen trying to execute a game, you know, sure. with all these locations. I can actually have, you know, I have teams going, like, all right, you got sweets, you got this. We don't want to let them go. As a company, they're like, you know what? We we love our employees. Let's Let's pull money out of our pocket and keep them there. That's betting on your know. future. Exactly. That's betting on your employees in your future. Thanks, Cheeto. Uh, good to see your face. Yeah, good. I miss you guys. I do miss, sure miss cooking. I was loving it over there. Just... I know. Cheeto was in the kitchen tonight. <laughs> I was just focused, work. trying to make grits. It's, I know. And, and, and seriously, this kitchen is just a community leader. We we open up this kitchen every Saturday night. The first right. come in here. And I miss it here. We'll be back to normal soon. Keep your head to you. Amen. Huh? Don't freak out on anybody. Never. All right. Hey, man. Love sport, sports, I, I wouldn't even know. Travis Smith, online, Bistro Colorado. Thanks for being patient. Cheeto was here with us, Travis. Uh, do you know Cheeto? Not yet, but we're going to get to know each other. <laughs> Not yet. Cool. We will. Yes, you will get to know him. And, Travis, we're going to have you in here cooking in the kitchen. Okay, Bistro Colorado, Travis Smith. Chef, we're talking about your story. We had about a 10-minute conversation. We've got four minutes to spend with you right now. I'm going to be quiet uh, and let you just take it away. The conversation from last Saturday night for you figuring out what you're going to do with Bistro Colorado to this week, this Saturday night, um, just go. Talk about it. All right, so nobody wants to shut down uh, their restaurant unless they absolutely have to. Um, and it comes down to, honestly, it's like what's the better what's the better thing to do? What's the right choice to make? What's the right decision comes down to ethics and justice and honestly um I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't have shut it down i was running it uh almost you know by myself i wanted my staff there they're coming back we're going to get everybody back we're going to get you know we're going to get everything rolling again everybody's going to be making money again but um we had to do it um we had a near miss with a with a someone who who may have you know had the coronavirus actually they were they were confirmed they had the coronavirus it was it was through a through a chain of events but um it was through uh, a confirmed. Actually, somebody died last week. It was in the uh, the El Paso uh, County Sheriff's Department. There, uh, someone that I know closely was um, 
was through contact, through transmission, was contacted through, uh, you know, the, the the deputies, the sheriff's office, and 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 it and it it could have got to me. And I'm like, we're we can't we cannot we can't risk it. It's 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 too important. You got to make decisions. Man, chef, I, I'm telling you. What, I mean, first of all, way to go. Um, safe than sorry, right now. One of the notes that Brian passed me before the show tonight was if chefs and, or farm workers or anybody that's handling food gets coronavirus, will this, uh, will we have food to eat? Um, so the decision was for you not to be a part of the problem, um, to be a part of the solution. That That's amazing. And that's an ethical choice. And I'm going to hand it over to Brian Freeman to talk just for a minute because Again, this is a man that has forgotten more about produce and food and food chain than we'll ever know in a lifetime. And the importance of keeping our food safe and keeping people safe that are handling food, that if those ethical decisions are not made on that business level to where sacrificing money in a business is more important than actually staying open for commerce, that's a big deal, Brian. It is, it's huge. I mean, it really touches me right now um, in a way that most don't know. Um, I, I, I would say, you know, from my perspective, um, I'm, I'm most concerned not about contracting it from myself, but uh, for contract, for spreading it. And so I commend, I mean, what Travis just said really touches, touches me quite a bit because I, did I, the right com- thing. I commend him because the reality is, is, Travis, I got to tell you, I think people would be afraid right now to say my kitchen might have might have been contaminated. My business might have been contaminated. Anything. That was an ethical call. And Travis is actually risking his business going forward by making that call. Yeah. And And listen, make no doubt, Travis, you have no symptoms, do you? I'm symptom free. My family's symptom free. There's nothing going on uh, with that regard. We're we're just taking precautions. We're doing what we believe is right. And it was it didn't it didn't take but a split second to decide what we had to do. Well, and Travis, you're in a place where you've invited the ACF in to use your kitchen there at 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 your new location, which is you know I mean you're doing a lot of things for a lot of people. Cheeto's raising his hand in the room. And saying that, and so this is what you wait, just... wait, hold on a second. Cheeto just said he'll take you. Oh, I would actually consider this, Travis, and we'll brainstorm on this. But Cheeto put his hand up and said, "You know what, Travis? I might be. I'll, I'll put my hand up and and uh, possibly help you out with your kitchen up and running with this guy's social media and what he does marketing wise. This might be something interesting. We might be onto something here. Are you up to getting a little creative, Travis, and pivoting?" All the time, forever. All right. Student, you know, I'm always, I'm always looking to learn. I'm always looking to. That's why I like to watch you guys so much. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's ongoing opportunity to, to learn and to, uh, to take what we pick up from the modern eater and other places. You know, I mean, it's, it's all over the internet. But take it and synthesize. You know, take what, take what you can pick up from everybody, and, and learn and then implement it. You know, um, innovate. Travis, 
I'm not going to say goodbye because, uh, first of all, you're with us Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 p.m. You're watching the stream. We love you for it. Uh, this isn't goodbye. This is to be continued. Monday, when we're going to talk. I'm going to give you Cheeto's phone number. Let's see. I, the modern eater wants to. I've told you. We're going to get behind you. We'll see what we can do. I'd love to figure something creative out. So you stand by, Chef Travis. All right. All right, Chef Travis Smith. Bistro Colorado, we continue. Uh, Dr. Sarah Metz up next. Code 4 Counseling and Rebecca Berry. The Modern Eater Show continues. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hey guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. What do you get when you have two women who love to play with corn? A unique craft distillery, of course. Let me explain. Hi, my name is Alex Tudor. My mom and I own Meridium Spirits, located right here in Colorado. Chances are you've seen our award-winning coop gin and coop vodka on the shelves at many fine local retail locations. Here's our mission. My mom and I believe that family is important, and our business is a reflection of that. When you taste our delicious and locally crafted spirits in a cocktail or by themselves, you'll taste our passion for what we do. Hear our story and watch our progress this year on The Modern Eater. We love to share because everything is more fun with friends. Next time you choose a vodka or gin, consider us, Meridium Spirits. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. And I like my mood good. Mm-hmm. At least trying, man. Usually you're dancing, mm-hmm. booze in the news. Uh, this is going to be uh, mental health. <laughs> that you can use on Man. the Modern Eater Show. Uh, what a week it's been. I'm in a good mood right now, and I don't want to feel guilty for it. Elizabeth Wozner joins. Hi, Elizabeth. Uh, good to see a lot of our friends. Right now with us, uh, Dr. Baby Yoda, Dr. Sarah Metz, joining us from Code 4 Counseling. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I think good. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and I think Rebecca <laughs> Berry's on the line, too. 
I Yay. am. It's like a family reunion. Woo. I love it. <laughs> Hi, guys. So it's Greg, Brian, Jay, Rebecca, Sarah, and Chef Cheeto. We got everybody. a good group here tonight. We're all in our places with sunshiny faces. And um, we continue right now into booze. And this is usually where we just share a drink right now, you guys. Does anybody have a drink? Brian and I are drinking wine. I have wine. Rebecca has wine. I know fun. Water? Okay, Jay, I what about you? Me and you, I Doc. Jay's doing, Jay's doing coffee. Ooh, uh, I, also I, good. No, it's terrible. Great. Yeah, cheers I mean, to you, my friend. Terrible for me. I know. Here we go. Um, family. And, and family's an interesting thing because we've talked about it, Doctor. As we're, Here it is. It's uh, March 35th. It's a mm-hmm. Saturday. Day 20 out of 57. 38 days to go till we get back to our favorite restaurants, dining rooms, and patios. Day 10 of Shelter in Place. If you tune in to the nightly news, we're all going to die, right? I mean, that's... That's the way that that looks. And if you go on to Facebook, everybody believes it because now it's everybody make a mask. And it's terrifying to see that because it's like Halloween every day. And I'm for sure the biggest uh, Halloween character is going to be what, what's his name? Joe Exotic. I, I'll, that's that's. Oh, yeah, for year, sure. Joe yeah, Exotic. Yeah. So family, keeping family together while nerves are frayed. Rebecca Berry, how are you holding up? You know, I'm holding up pretty well, you guys. I have um, kind of reevaluated some things. You know, I think we all came together earlier this week to decide where, you know, it's more valuable and to have my energy spent on some things, which has been more in the field with you guys and also with sports. So I'm getting a good night's sleep. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive. I don't think we're all going to die and this is all over. I think it's a kind of a, I had a good talk with Rich Schneider last night. Like it's kind of a rebirthing of things and some creativity is going to come out of this. So I'm, I'm pretty solid right now. Mm, good. Okay. We'll go round Robin. Uh, Jay, how are you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. I am. Actually, I've been seeing good things out of you, Jay. Hey, doctor, haven't you seen Jay growing in the, the I love past? it. I, I actually oh, kind of sort of believe him when he says he's doing well. Oh, see, that's how good of a liar I am. It's all in the details. <laughs> oh, you did hear her, though. She said kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah, Kind of, yeah. sort of. Kind of, sort of. I didn't full-on full on agree. I'm good. Talk to somebody. Brian, else. how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. Doctor, talk to Brian. Ask him what. why would you want to pass. Well, I'm guessing he wants to pass because he's in a in a not-so-great mood. And, Brian, I'll feel your pain there, and I'll admit to it. I'll go first in, and say, not a great day for me. And really? you know what? That's okay. So if you're in that same boat, Brian, I feel you. I'm sending you a big hug, and I hope tomorrow is a little bit better. I really appreciate that, Dr. Sarah. I... Love you. Thank Wait, you. but don't don't you have to make an effort to make tomorrow better? You absolutely no? do. Okay. Yeah, you, you definitely have to. Again, we've talked about it before. you got to set your attention. I'm going to chalk today up to uh, the universe won this round. I did not win this round today. But I'm going to set my attention for doing some repair and having tomorrow be a better day. And I hope that Brian or Jay or any of you that is kind of in that same boat can can just say not every day is going to be a good one. And tomorrow has its own opportunity. It's interesting that you say that, doctor, because I had a conversation with someone the other day about about 
acknowledging and being all mm-hmm. right with those feelings and that yeah. sometimes that you have to be able to acknowledge that you're not in a good place. The, the always a concern for me is, is how long you stay in that place, right. but recognizing that we have to acknowledge and, and validify that this yeah. is okay. Validify. That... I love that word. Validify. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. I kind of love it too. Let's make right? that That's one. That's a great yeah. word. Validify. Yeah, validify. Yep. Yeah. It's like that windshield yeah, factor. Without shame. Yep. Yeah. And, and it has to be done without shame. You're allowed to be sad or overwhelmed or pissy or whatever it is. Those, those feelings have, have to be validified. And, you know, you're right. You don't want to stay in that kind of funk forever. But you've got to have some self-compassion and, and empathy for yourself sometimes to say, eh, I'm not feeling it. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, and I, I would also encourage that friends, it's important when you see someone in that space, that's really the time that they need you more than ever. And, um, right. and, and that's the hardest, I think, for a lot of people to recognize is, is because, you know, every, everyone has their own dramas. Everybody own processes lives. differently. Yep. Yeah. Everybody processes. Yeah. Process Everybody like me, Brian. You know, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Why can't you understand that you should yeah. get past this? I get past it. That's right. Why I don't feel that understand? way. Why do you feel that way? Yeah, yeah. you're right. And it's and hard to I, lean into that though. It's hard to lean into energy that, especially when we feel like we're just on the edge anyway, and everybody's in that same boat is everyone feels like they're swimming and swimming and swimming. And then you see someone who's really struggling. It's like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't have the energy to necessarily pull you out of the riptide because I'm barely out of the riptide. But it is, Brian, you're so right in that we really have to try to lean into the people who are struggling a bit and say, hey, I can tell you're really struggling. I love you anyway. You're going to be okay. I'm sorry. It's a rough one. And that's, you know, just, again, to acknowledge for them. Not, hey, try, guys- not try to make them feel better necessarily, but just say, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. Well, it's given them the space to live there in their their place yep. so you can be a part of it and, and yeah. still That's share. cool, but how do you do you, do you allow people to wallow sometimes? No. Okay, so hang on. Okay. Yeah, well, hang on. Dr. Sarah Metz right there. Yeah. Here's what's really yeah. cool. Um we're on 630K how right now. If you want to uh continue with this conversation head to the modern eater facebook page i would hope everybody has 15 more minutes in them do they rebecca i'm in doctor i i do and i have a heartfelt thing to share that it might make right. everybody feel we're better we're gonna continue all right so we're gonna break away from 6:30 k how thank you shannon scott doing a great job back there at iheart <laughs> That's an appropriate song to play. Lean on me, baby. Lean Lean on on me. me. Jay Parker did a great job. As always, Chef Cheeto, I love you. Our guest, Kevin Morrison, thanks for joining us. And to the man who wrote this song. That's right. By the way, he passed. Brian's in a good mood, and we are leaving the show right now. We'll continue on Facebook. Go check us out. Come on. We are.